0: Do you find yourself struggling to save up money for that trip or one financial goal you've always had? or you may be treating yourself to something nice a little too often? If you'd like to change these habits and achieve your financial goals, we have the perfect app for you in Finlec. We offer you short and bite-sized ways to manage your finances and effectively work towards achieving your goals. In today's episode, Sandra shows us how budgeting can actually be fun by changing our mindset, the importance of saving, and how financial independence affects our mental health. I've seen on your website that you have an article that talks about changing your money mindset once you become a parent. And oh, yeah. I assume that's a very significant transition. But for the audience here, we're mostly, our biggest transition is probably moving out of a parent's house to finding a job. So mm-hmm. what money mindset changes do you think we can apply to our lives?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that, I think that's something that a lot of young people really struggle with. And to be honest, it's not even their fault. I mean, if you grow up and you're having, you're having most of your financial needs uh, met by your family, and then all of a sudden you're out on your own expected to manage your own finances, um, pay your own bills, prioritize appropriately. That is is hard and it's, it is hard. And it's not a skill that you learn in school. Um, it's not a skill that a lot of families spend time trying to teach their children. Yeah. Um, so it's basically, you just have to wing it and learn as you go, which, I mean, not many people are going to get it right out of the gate, Definitely. right? So yeah, it's hard. It's, it's really hard. Um, but, but I think that uh, in terms of you know, what you can kind of do is the great thing about you know, young people today is that there's so much information out there you know, if you want to access it. So, you know, there's so many great personal finance books and personal finance blogs and podcasts like this, you know, that yes. you can listen to on the go. You don't even need to invest a lot of time um, that can help you like learn some kick, some tricks uh, and some strategy. Um, but I, I think that, you know, it all comes back to you know, being prepared and being able to like identify what your priorities are and sort of make a plan for your money and then make sure that you don't spend every single cent you earn. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, you know, getting out on your own, it would be like, okay, what are my expenses? And what, what do I expect to bring in, in terms of income and, you know, make a plan, make a budget. And, And I think that a super important part of budgeting is to allocate some of your budget towards building an emergency fund. And yeah, like, I know that's, that's not fun. That's not fun to talk about. That's not fun to think about. But you know, the reality is that unexpected expenses do come up. And even if you have a solid budget and you're paying all your bills and, you know, you're not overspending, if, if all your money is allocated for expenses and you don't have anything saved, then what happens when an emergency comes up? You have yeah. to go into debt, right? Yeah. And once you go into debt, the interest charges make it so that it's really hard to get out. And And you get stuck in the vicious cycle. Yeah, you get trapped. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So when you're talking about building a budget and it being not the most exciting thing where most people would rather talk about, say, going out on the weekend, what motivates you to be able to do all these things that most people would be like, I don't want to do this. It's too boring.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it can be boring. Um, There's a couple of things. Well, one thing for me personally is I've kind of changed my mindset about it. And I now get instant gratification from delayed gratification. I get really excited now by like looking at my finances and seeing like, Hey, that savings account is growing every week. And (laughs) you know, like this week I'm not going to buy that thing that I wanted that I didn't need. Instead, I'm going to put that money in that savings account. And you know, I make it a habit to check in on, my bank accounts, you know, probably once a week just so I can see where they are. And honestly, I know this sounds so nerdy, but like, it makes me really excited to see my net worth growing. Like it really does. And (laughs) and I don't know if other people would feel that way, if that's advice that like really applies to other people, (laughs) but it really does excite me. Like, um, because like, honestly, almost nothing that I would buy, you know, without any thought, like nothing I would buy on spur of the moment will bring me as much satisfaction as knowing that I'm financially secure and that I have choices. You know, if I decide next week that what I'm doing for work is not making me happy anymore, then I have the freedom to pursue something else. And even if that means making a bit less money, because I'm in a financial situation where you know, I have savings and I don't have debt. So my income is not tied up in bills all the time. Mm. So I, I have that choice. Right. And that feeling for me is so freeing and it's, it's better than anything, you know, any like superficial useless thing I could buy in the spur of the moment.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So, and the other
1: thing, sorry.
0: No, go <laughs> the ahead. Other,
1: the other thing I was going to say that can make, budgeting kind of like less boring and less tedious is that, you know, these days there are so many fantastic tools that you can use to almost automate the process. So, -hmm. you know, there's so many great budgeting apps. Um, So, you know, like getting set up with one of those kind of like take 15 or 20 minutes to build your budget, set your plan. And then a lot of it is automated. So you don't have to be, you know, manually tracking everything and doing math on a sheet of paper, you know, it's it's yeah. fast, it's easy, it's in your pocket. There's even tools now, services that will analyze your spending patterns for the month, round yeah. up all your subscriptions and say, Hey, these are the services you're subscribed to. Which ones do you actually want? And the ones that you don't want, they can actually cancel them for you.
0: It's very scary when you see it at the end of the <sighs> month coming in and it's such a huge bill and you're like, I don't even use this anymore. Right. It's,
1: it's like wow, eighty dollars gone.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you spoke about the having a savings fund, would you suggest that most people should have like separate accounts—a current account and then a savings fund—or keep it in one place and trust yourself not to reach into that uh, piggy bank?
1: Oh, I definitely think separate accounts are the way to go. Um, for a couple of reasons. Um, one is what you just said, like in terms of having to trust yourself not to go in and and draw from it. You know, I, I think that many people don't necessarily have that discipline and like why make it harder for yourself than it needs to be uh what i recommend is you know you have your main your checking account your current account whatever you want to call it that's probably where your paycheck goes and that's probably where you pay your bills from um but then have separate savings accounts for for different goals and then set it up so that um funds automatically move from your checking account into your savings account on a regular basis. Automate your savings because honestly, if you're trusting yourself to get your paycheck, pay your bills, and then take $200 and move it to your savings account every mm-hmm. second week. like Honestly, I think that some people are not going to do that. Either they're going to forget or they're going to accidentally overspend but if you set it up so that on payday $200 automatically moves yes you set it and forget it you don't even you don't even miss the money really because as you far never as you got know the to have it exactly it's gone it's gone into your savings account and the other thing too is that you know high yield savings accounts pay you higher interest rates than a checking account does yes and i i mean in today's rate environments we're not talking about a ton of money but honestly, why would you leave any growth on the table? So if you have it all in checkings, then you're, you know, you're forfeiting the opportunity to earn a little more interest.
0: Now, the last question I have for you is regarding your other interest, which is your degree, master's degree in psychology. How important do you think it is to be financially independent with regards to one's mental health?
1: That's a great question. Um, honestly, I think that a lot of the stress that young people are facing today uh relates relates to finances uh and financial worry and debt in particular because you know going back to the things we we talked about like it can be it can be very trapping and it can leave yes. you feeling helpless and that feeling of helplessness um you know is very disconcerting for people and and very hard on your mental health um so i, I do think that I, I do think that financial health uh, really supports mental health. And I think yeah. that, you know, well, really kind of in terms of all avenues of your life, I mean, like being financially healthy, being physically healthy, eating well, like all of those things tie into your physical and your mental health. And uh, and I really do believe that learning to, to develop and establish uh, healthy financial habits are very important uh, for you know people's well-being as they you know they move into the workforce and move into adulthood.
0: Definitely. absolutely, yeah. Because all these, I've seen the effects of perhaps not being able to be able to pay off your bills, how much stress that causes in your life, and you have to borrow money and you end up in the debt cycle. It's not a fun experience, and it does put a lot of unwanted pressure on yourself. So, being able to use all the tools you've spoken about is really helpful for everyone, really.
1: Yeah, definitely. It does put a lot of pressure on, on, especially young people, and it keeps them in situations that maybe are not good for them and are not making them happy. But because of those debt commitments, uh, you know, they get trapped. And and I think that, you know, young people today, especially with the cost of education, like it's really challenging.
0: Yes, yeah, students um, are not the best thing.
1: No, they're, they're really not. And like, I absolutely understand that some people have no choice but to take yeah. student loans and that, you know, that is to better their future. Um, but it just makes it all the more important to, uh, to develop sound financial habits so that, you know, at least in the other uh, areas of your life, you're able to avoid debts and, you know, stay in, um, you know, stay in a stable place.
0: So, Thank you so much for providing these insights with regards to one's mental health and all the tools that are available to us and what we can do in general to make our lives more much better than they actually are right now with regards to financial budgeting and financial personal finance management. So is there anything else you'd like to say to conclude this podcast?
1: Oh well, just thanks so much for inviting me. Um, it's been a lot of fun to uh, to chat about these issues, and as you can probably tell, like I get really excited about it. And uh, you know, I do think that financial education uh, is is not as not uh, as available to young people as it needs to be. So I, I'm really excited to get involved in initiatives that promote financial literacy among Gen Z, and uh, you know, I just I really. I really hope that, you know, this episode will be helpful for some people.
0: This episode will definitely be very helpful Mm -hmm. because I personally have taken, I've Mm -hmm. learned a lot from it and I really want to thank you so much for once again, Mm -hmm. taking your time out of the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you so much listeners. And that is the end of this episode. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this series with Sandra Parsons. She taught us so much regarding the true meaning of financial freedom and the importance of being proactive when it comes to managing our personal finances. We thank her so much and hope to catch you on the next episode.